0: Hundreds of stories, documents, photos and videos published by people from all over Europe. This is My History, a collaborative project of the European Parliament, where history and the lives of European citizens coincide.
1: I wanted to rodziców the mamy, of my dziadków, the w of my parents, whose life was
2: I'd like to tell a story about my mum's parents, my grandparents, whose life was full of trials and tribulations, mainly because my grandfather was Polish and my grandmother was German.
0: This is the story of Renata's grandparents. Elfrida and Vladislav, are from Wroclaw in Poland, and Renata will lead us through the story of their lives.
2: Near the house, they had a small garden where my grandfather kept bees and had a couple of hives. In a way, that garden was the Arcadia of my childhood. It was where my sister, who was born two years after me and I, spent our happiest moments.
0: Renata remembers her grandparents dearly and the time she spent with them was full of love and happiness. They'd known a great deal of pain and suffering in their lives. It all took place in Poland under foreign rule during both World Wars and throughout the communist period.
1: Moja babcia urodziła się w 1898 roku.
2: My grandmother was born in 1898 in the city of Lutz. Her parents were German. They came to Poland when they were still very young or perhaps just married. At that time, Poland was still under foreign rule. My grandfather was born in 1899 in Rogazice, a village now located in the region of Greater Poland. My grandfather's parents were Polish.
0: They met when Europe was being ravaged by the horrors of the First World War.
2: My grandfather was 18 when he was drafted into the Prussian army during the First World War and sent to the Western Front, in France, somewhere around Verdun or Metz. Thankfully, he never saw any action. By the time these new soldiers arrived at the battlefield, the war was over and the troops began marching back towards Poland. After the First World War, Poland regained its independence. Very soon after getting back from the front, however, my grandfather got involved in the Greater Poland Uprising. By that time, I mean before he got involved in the uprising, he'd met my grandmother, because she'd been living in the village where his unit had been stationed. In actual fact, these soldiers returning from the front had repossessed my grandmother's house.
0: After they met, they began exchanging letters, probably in German because Renata's grandmother didn't speak any Polish. Their love grew deeper and eventually they got married.
2: They got married at the beginning of the 1920s. The wedding took place in my grandmother's hometown. It wasn't going to be easy, however. There was another very significant difference between my grandparents. My grandmother was Protestant and my grandfather Catholic. My grandfather's family wasn't too pleased with his choice of bride, and so my grandmother didn't have an easy start. Communication was difficult in the family because my grandmother still couldn't speak Polish. She started to learn the language only after she'd left for a town called Biedruska, where the Polish army was stationed and my grandfather was a regular soldier. Only then did my grandmother start to learn Polish. But of course she had neither books nor a teacher. It was not a place for learning a language, it was just a training ground for soldiers.
0: This early period in their marriage was probably the happiest. They had two children, a son, Valdemar, and a daughter, Renata's mother. They moved to Torun, where they lived in peace and relative comfort. But the outbreak of the Second World War interrupted their tranquil family life. As a Polish soldier, Renata's grandfather was sent to fight the invading German army. His wife had no choice but to take the children and leave for Warsaw.
2: She never gave up hope that they would one day return to Torun as soon as the situation stabilized. Indeed, when the German army entered Warsaw and began marching further east, my grandmother boarded a train and left for Torun. She had no news about my grandfather. She knew neither his whereabouts nor what had happened to him. On returning to Torun, she tried to open the door to her apartment, but the key didn't fit. A lock had been changed. While she was struggling to open the door, someone opened it from inside. It was a German woman. She said that the German army had confiscated the soldiers' apartments and that my grandmother would no longer have access to it.
1: access to it.
0: From the very start of the Second World War, Renata's grandfather was determined to return home to his family. After the Soviet army invaded Poland on the 17th of September 1939, however, Vladislav was taken prisoner and put on a train to one of the concentration camps.
1: It was a freight
2: train to Katyn or to some other concentration camp because there were only Polish soldiers on board. Before the train crossed the Bug River, they managed to escape, I think, through the bottom of the train. My grandfather escaped with one of his friends. Under the cover of night, they managed to pull up the floorboards from the freight carriage and slip out. Their arduous journey home took several weeks. To begin with, and this is nothing to be proud of, they stole a bike and took turns riding on the crossbar. They travelled only at night, on dirt roads, with no map and no directions. They had to avoid the military patrols that were roaming around everywhere. And had to find food wherever they could and sleep out in the open. Can't have been easy, but they got used to it. They were brave and resourceful. After three or four weeks, my grandpa made it back to his parents in law's house, where his wife and children were staying.
0: Unfortunately, the joyful reunion would not last long.
2: At some point, the German authorities found out that my grandfather was Polish and that he was fit enough to work, and so he was sent to Koblenz to carry out forced labour. Since he knew German and was a regular soldier, he was admitted to the firefighting units in Koblenz, where he put out fires caused by the air raids. As the Second World War drew to a close, he finally returned home.
0: The family was finally reunited, but their problems didn't stop there. The family's land and house were confiscated, and Renata's grandparents were forced to leave for the city of Rotslav with nothing but a single suitcase. They rented a small room to begin with, but later managed to move to a bigger apartment. They loved spending time with their friends, and their love for each other grew even stronger.
1: Oni do ostatniej nigdy
2: się w domu. They couldn't bear to be apart. When my grandpa went fishing or into the garden, they would always give each other a sweet little kiss. You could see there was a peaceful, solid bond between them. I think that for me, they were an example of a good, loving, married couple.
1: Takiego kochającego się, bardzo dobrego małżeństwa. Tutaj nie sposób ominąć sprawy ich
2: We can't easily pass over the issue of religion. I think that they were both people of faith, even though by the end of the Second World War they'd lost their first born son, my mom's brother, who was only
1: eighteen.
2: They were such incredible, loving grandparents who simply lived life with a sense of wonderment. It wasn't a naive sort of wonder, though. It was warm and heartfelt. My sister and I both felt totally loved and accepted by them, and we were always delighted to stay with them.
1: We being with them.
0: Renata concludes her story by making an appeal to listeners all over Europe. Listen to the stories your loved ones tell you and remember them. When your older relatives are gone, the truth about the times they lived in will be irretrievably lost and their personal stories will fall into oblivion. This was My History, a project of the European Parliament in collaboration with citizens from all over Europe. If you're interested in more podcasts from the European Parliament, then look online for Europal Audio or go to the portal of My House of European History.